Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. I'm here with my co-host, main man, EP, Colin Madden. Colin, how are you doing, man? I'm good, man. We got a draft this week. We got some stuff to talk about. It's a good week. For sure. We got a lot to talk about. So since we last spoke, the NBA season officially concluded. The Denver Nuggets won the 2023 NBA Finals. But the big story is... Trey Young came out and promised a championship ring shortly after, before the confetti was even done falling in Denver. Trey took to Twitter and he just let people know he was promising a ring. Give me your immediate gut reaction to that, Colin. I mean, my first reaction is, let me check how long it's been since the Hawks have won the championship. It's been 65 seasons, and that was when they were in St. Louis. So do I want this to happen? Absolutely. Is it a pretty bold statement to make? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'm going to make. I'm going to take it in a different direction. Okay. First of all, did he didn't say he was promising a ring with the Hawks? Oh, f- you, Pat. <laughs> all right, so I got a whole <laughs> I got a whole tangent lined up. So let's. All right, so boom. First of all, this le- this leads to the next segue to our next couple topics. Did you see where Trey unfollowed Grant Hill on Twitter? Yeah, I did. Does like. I get that he's in the ownership group, but mm-hmm. does it actually like is he is he deeply connected to the Hawks to where that's definitely related to Hawks? I think it's and other people pointed this out online. I think it's probably has more to do with Team USA. Yeah. And I think Trey knows something we don't about his okay. invitation or lack thereof to Team USA. But still, that can't help. You know, yeah. if you're the Hawks ownership group, Hawks coaching staff, it's like, hey, Grant, you're not really – we need you to lobby. We need you to get Trey on this team. He wants to do it. And for assuming he played any role or didn't play a role mm-hmm. in Trey uh, getting on Team USA, yeah, that's going to piss him off. And he's going to remember – he's like, hey – yeah, this minority stakeholder for the Hawks didn't really throw his weight around. You know, yeah. basketball legend, like Grant could probably get him on the team. So I think, and Trey only follows like 160 people on Twitter. So it seemed very specific for him to do that. So do you think Trey definitely did not receive an invitation to be on the FIBA team? That, I mean, that seems most likely. I doubt, yeah. like, as you alluded to earlier, like, I doubt it has something I to do I just don't with understand how it's possible because these players on the team are worse than him flat out. Like, yeah. accolades, everything. Well, you know, it's just the NBA coaches, you know, it's, you know, Steve Carr obviously runs Team USA. Yeah. Boy Pierce is on his staff. Popovich has his fingerprints all over the, the team. So, yeah, I think, I think it's just, I think he's getting blackballed. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, so that's bad news. Secondly, my second point. Yesterday, Trey went to Los Angeles Dodgers game with his son, beautiful pictures, Father's Day to remember. And he said, hey, you know what? Let me post this on social media for my friends, my family, my fans, just to kind of share in this moment. And the level of vitriol in the replies was shocking. Like, uh, did you read any of the replies? I tried to stay away from it. I saw the general reaction from people who cover the Hawks and you and, you know, Mm -hmm. just other people on Twitter. It's crazy to me that people can, I mean, he bought the house there, what, last year? Like, we knew he was going to be spending his time there. Like, he was at the Lakers playoff game. Kind of makes sense to just check off the Dodgers, you know, put a check mark in that box, too. Exactly. So it's like, first of all, even if you're the most diehard Braves fan, you get an invitation or like your agent or somebody hooks you up with like skybox passes, luxury suite passes to a Dodgers game. Are you going to turn it? Are you going to turn it down? I could No, of course not. If I'm in another city in general, I just yeah. want to go see their teams just to see, get the experience. Dude, it could be the Tampa Bay Rays. Totally. Tropicana Field. I'm going. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, and everybody was like, bro, like I tweeted something. I'm like, man, this really sucks for a lot of like the overlap between Braves and Hawks fans. They're like, you know, flood trades mentions like that. Yeah. I see lots of people who are like, bro, we're just trolling. I'm like, dude, I'm sure it's well received. I'm sure he appreciates like all these fans being like, what the hell? Yeah. Why not the Braves? Good troll, guys. Good troll. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, you got him. I'm going to be honest. It's, it's feeling like we're losing Trey. It feels like this is a slow motion breakup. And it feels like right now, Trey is like the pretty girl, like your girl who's like the pretty girl over at the bar and she's like chatting it up with some guy. And meanwhile, you're sitting over here like trying to nail like a like a three game parlay. Yeah, she's like, like she's like, I promise. I promise I'm not. We're just talking. We're just talking. But, you know, yeah, meanwhile, she's like laughing and yeah. like slapping his, Touching his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Meanwhile, like Hawks fans are just like on their phone. It just feels like it just feels like a breakup. I've never felt less confident about Trey's future in Atlanta. And maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm paranoid. That would be pretty on brand for me. Yeah. It, it just seems like it just seems like Hawks fans may want to take it down just a little bit. I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from. Uh do I think that it's going to happen right now? No, but I definitely think the clock has started as far as, hey, if we're the same team for the next couple of years, yeah, he's going to want out. But, you know, if they gear up a little bit and go on another playoff run, I don't th- I think that that'll reignite him to want to stay here. I'd imagine that's that's at least where I'm thinking at this point. But yeah. I'm definitely agreeing with you. The clock has started and he. You know, yeah. the time is on. For sure. I don't think it's imminent. I think yeah. at least one more season he's going to give it, especially Quinn Snyder. He really likes Quinn a lot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're at the point now where, like, Trey is at the bar and, you know, LeBron James is courting him and they're over there laughing and I don't know. And it's just like, hey, Hawks fans, like, you may want to wake up. You're asleep at the wheel right now. Yeah, we can't have another crapper this year. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So that leads us to our next topic real quick before we squeeze in a break. Pascal Siakam, the rumors have been saying that the Atlanta Hawks front office have been monitoring his availability. Obviously, that would mean John Collins is out. You know, they play the same position and, Mm -hmm. you know, contracts and all that. I think 
you know, I love JC, but Pascal is obviously an upgrade. Sure. He, he doesn't stretch the floor, but I mean, he always seems to just dominate the Hawks whenever we play him. Does Pascal move the needle for you? Yeah, I think a little bit he does, uh, especially yeah. if we only have to give up Collins and, you know, either a draft pick or whatever yeah. it is. That's a great upgrade, in my opinion. I think it'd be more than that. I think the return would probably be a little bit pricier than that. Yeah. And our draft capital is already pretty depleted. But yep. yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, Pascal, Spicy P, he's like borderline, you know, all-star most years. So, uh, I mean, I know he's underperformed in the playoffs. I know he's not going to stretch the floor for us, mm-hmm. but I kind of I kind of like it, to be honest. Yeah, his. I'm looking up his deal right now. He's I man, he's making 34 mil a year. That is Ooh. a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. And and I follow, you know, unfortunately I follow like some like Raptors Twitter, uh-huh. which is kind of like the it's not exactly the uh nicest part of NBA Twitter. Like they're pretty <laughs> volatile over there and they are I think they're pretty low on spicy P right now. Yeah, actually. So his contract's going up this year. He's gonna be making this is the last year of his deal. He's making Ooh. 37 million. So, wow. I mean, that's crazy. Expiring contract, but it's 37 million on your cap hit. So, I don't know how many teams could even yeah. do that. And he's going to get paid again. Like, he's going to get a good contract. Uh, you know, I don't know what size, but he's going to get paid again. So, yeah, yeah. That, that could be the deal breaker. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, I'd say the numbers just don't really match up. Like, in theory, could he plug and play on our team? Totally. But, Front office side of the NBA, man, it's so crazy working these deals out and the numbers and because there's so with the NFL and with the MLB, like there's so many players that you can really kind of move stuff around and wiggle around. But NBA, it's right in front of you, man. You're either paying Mm -hmm. that luxury tax or you're making a move. Exactly. All right. We've discussed the players part of this uh, podcast. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and we're going to talk coaching. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. All righty, and we are back with part two. And Colin, your favorite coach of all time, Nathan McMillan. Mm was offered an assistant coaching position with the Dallas Mavericks. However, he, quote, politely declined, and he's looking to take a year off. Thoughts Mm -hmm. on McMillan's decision, and more importantly, on the Mavericks' decision? That doesn't surprise me. Is Jason Kidd still the coach of that team? He is. Man, that is wild. I can't believe he's still the coach there. I I, I definitely thought he was getting fired at the end of the year. Yeah. So I imagine that's probably part of the reason that Nate said, no, he doesn't really want to. Go coach. <laughs> he just doesn't want to hear Jason Kidd. I mean, they're not that good, bro. Like with coaching yeah. and that side of the team is not very good. Like, yes, they have talent on the floor, but I don't. Um, I would stay away they, from that. 
they underperform and also yeah. it felt like they were trying to pull like what the hawks did with lloyd pierce and Nate mcmillan where it's like hey if like jason kidd isn't working by the all-star break and we've mm-hmm. got to call an audible nate mcmillan we could you know plug and play use him i felt like that's exactly what dallas was trying to do yeah maybe they should uh scoop lp up yeah he's i'm sure i'm sure he'd be ready um but yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I thought McMillan was going to ride off in the sunset. I didn't yeah. know he had any plans to come back in coaching. Apparently, he just wants a year off, and then he's he's could be back in the saddle. So I was really shocked. Did you think he was going to retire, or did you expect to see him on the sidelines again? I thought maybe like he joined Monty's staff in Detroit, or like one of his buddies' staff, you know. Mm-hmm. But I am surprised to see that he's his name's still being thrown around like that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we talked about Hawks old coaching. Now we got to talk about Hawks new coaching. A lot of news on that front this week. Quinn Snyder finalizes coaching staff. So that was cool to see. Overall, I was impressed with it. I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't know it like everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I'm kind of playing catch up and learning more about them, but they all seem like solid hires. Sure. Did any of them stand out to you? I don't know that any in particular, you know, stood out, but as mm-hmm. far as diversity and coaches mm-hmm. from different backgrounds and all that yeah. sort of a thing you know i'm happy with what it looks like from a surface level so you know interesting a lot of european guys and stuff yeah. people he had in in utah so yeah we'll see how it pieces together yeah young diverse staff yeah. so i thought that was cool big departure from from nate mcmillan staff who was a lot older Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Quinn Snyder still wasn't done making news this week. We had that uh, athletic article where it was widely believed Quinn Snyder wouldn't have accepted this position in Atlanta if he didn't have, quote, ultimate control over the roster. However, Snyder emphatically denies that notion, deferring to GM Landry Fields and assistant GM Kyle Korver. Are you buying this? Are you selling this, Colin? I'm probably selling it because right when, you know, he was getting hired, there was so much talk about this and Mm -hmm. then it kind of died down and now it's popping back up as people, you know, ask more questions and get more into the topic. So I I wouldn't say that he has final say on everything that goes, but, you know, I definitely think that he has a huge part of the decision making process. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't know if he's like the final mm-hmm. uh, judge, the final word to, you know, on every single move, but he definitely has a lot of power in the front office. It just say for a coach who was as highly coveted as Snyder, who, you know, uh, came in when he came in, it just makes sense. He's not going to accept a role if he doesn't have an outsized influence on how the roster is constructed so yeah i mean of course he's going to come out and say no it's it's fields it's corver but mm-hmm. i would say he has at least 33 percent if not more of the final say which i think is yeah probably as, as i mean it's, pro- it's what we'd all want you know like as a hawks fan i want him to have a huge say in what he, who he wants on the team yeah exactly otherwise it's, it's just not going to work like if the coach in the front office if they're not on the same page so and we and we've seen that before with the hawks but, why do you um, think he's just denying it like why is he i think he's just playing politics i think yeah. he has to because otherwise it's going to um undercut uh fields and corver it's going to make them you sure. know look like you know i guess like figureheads or whatever it's going to increase the pressure on him and then after every game you know reporters are going to be asking him like well is this roster working out as you had envisioned when you constructed it so i think just some plausible deniability sure. always helps so yeah, uh, just setting himself up for the future 
Yeah, exactly. Just kind of disperse, you mm -hmm. know, kind of some of the power, at least in the eyes of the public. But, you know, every once in a while, some news will pop up. You know, we get lots of uh, exciting Woj bombs and Shams bombs. Some of them are um, expected, some aren't. Today, or I'm sorry, yesterday we found out that Lou Williams has officially retired, the underground GOAT. Honestly, I thought he retired a year ago since he had not played in the NBA all last season, but we're here to give Lou his flowers. Over his illustrious career, what is going to be the defining moment for you? What's your favorite memory of Lemon Pepper Lou? Um, so... Personally, I'd probably talk about, you know, in our playoff run, I think mm -hmm. it was game five against the Sixers. You know, he had that a really so nice, cool. really nice game and, you know, kept us, kept all the momentum in that series. But as far as how the national audience kind of views him, mm -hmm. I'd say that, you know, people are just going to view him as one of the best six men, you know, to come off the bench and play in modern day history and, you know, beast of a player and, you know, I'm really happy. I'm sure he's a big influence on Trey, and I'm happy that you know he had back had two runs with the Hawks throughout his career. Yeah, for sure, you're right. Everybody's going to remember him as being one one of the best six men of all time. And um, you know, he played. You know, he played for so many different teams. I mean, like the Lakers, Rockets, the Hawks. Everybody's going to have a little bit of a claim. 76ers. Everybody's going to have a little bit of a claim to Lou Will. But yeah, man, it's got to be that uh, series against the 76ers where he where he absolutely went off and saved the Hawks. Speaking of which, we're coming up on the three year anniversary of Game Seven, Kevin. That's got to be in the next like day or two. So yeah, I mean, what just what a magical uh, series that was for the Hawks and always going to be an Atlanta legend and hopefully we see him around, you know, hopefully he attends some games and, totally. you know, yeah, maybe hits up some practices because I know Trey loves him. And I know yeah. he really, um, despite really not playing much his final year with the Hawks, I mean, he really had a bit, big impact on the team, huge positive influence altogether. Yeah. I'd love for him to still be involved in whatever capacity he wanted to be involved in. Yeah, absolutely. Coming to practices, coaching a little bit, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So I know you and I, we have really played down this upcoming NBA draft. We have really set our expectations low because I know personally, like, I feel like can't do any better than they did last year with AJ Griffin. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's absolute best case scenario. But by this time next week, the draft will be in the rearview mirror. What do you have any final big predictions for Thursday night? Um, I wouldn't say I have a big prediction as far as my preferences. I kind of want to trade up and, you know, try to get into that top 10 and get, you know, one of the best, whether it's a three, four off the, mm -hmm. off the board, whatever we think is, you know, he, this guy's a really good player and yeah. try to get rid of one of the contracts that we're already in the luxury for. Um, I think it could be a good opportunity just to move up maybe six, seven, eight spots. Oh, that'd be exciting. Yeah. I would love that. I think they're going to play it safe. Yeah. I think they're just going to draft the best player available. You, you know, you know, nothing sexy, just, mm -hmm. you know, get a nice, nice little project player, try to develop them. But either way, I mean, it's going to be the first big move of the off season. It's going to give us a little bit of a sign of how they prepare to go about this off season. So even though you and I, we haven't really been super hyped about it. Mm -hmm. Come Thursday night that the juices will be flowing and when we see the Atlanta Hawks are on the clock, it's going to get our it's going to get our blood pressure up. Totally. So it'll be exciting when the time gets here. Yeah, once that name is said, I will immediately be going over to YouTube and looking up highlights and that sort of a thing. But until then, 
who knows <laughs> man i'm gonna be lying like crazy on twitter I'm gonna oh be, yeah i've watched this i watched i logged a lot of hours watching this player in college or over in europe wherever he comes from big time supporter and i'm really going to start pushing that narrative that propaganda real hard on twitter all right cool i'll get, I'll get your back and hit you with some nice replies Th thanks dog i appreciate it all right that's another episode of hawk talk i'm your host pat i'm here with my man colin and Thanks to all of our listeners, as always. Keep doing your thing. Keep sharing. Keep rating. Subscribing. Doing all that stuff. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.